That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All these, like, it's like in months, every month is like a new baby. Like, I don't get it. What's good? It's another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you updated on everything that happens in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dove. It's Thursday, and we got to talk about Young Miami and Diddy. They just keep the streets talking. They keep the Twitter timeline talking. Young Miami now has a new show on Revolt TV. And guess who her first guest is? Diddy. You know we got to talk about that. Also, T-Pain has revealed that he makes more money using Twitch than he does making music. And Nick Cannon is expecting more kids. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) A couple things to get to today, but before we do, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Thank you. You know, we appreciate it. Now let's jump in. All right, let's get started with Young Miami and Diddy. So Young Miami is now teaming up with Diddy for a brand new series on Revolt TV, which Diddy owns, of course. And they announced it on June 8th, on Wednesday, yesterday, that Young Miami will be hosting this new series, and it's called Carisha Please. It's going to be a talk show, and it will feature sit-downs with some of rap's biggest talents. And the first guest is none other than Diddy himself, a.k.a. Carisha's Boo. Now, listen, I love this because Young Miami continues to insist that she and Diddy are not a couple, despite the fact that they are continually spotted out together, despite the fact that there is always PDA between these two, despite the fact that she is online arguing with women over this man. She still claims that they are not a couple. Diddy just doesn't say anything. He lets her say what she wants. And now she has a whole show on this man's network. I, I love it. It's so chaotic. I love the energy of this. I did too. It's iconic. Like when the promo dropped, of course, we see Diddy in um, Young Miami. And she's like coming with the question. She's like, you know, what did you think about when we went viral after we were like, uh, shown in public and she was like what we is what are we and things like that so and of course you know Diddy's not giving any answers in the promo clips and now you're like oh well I gotta see what he says so when it comes out on I think today at 5 p.m eastern is when it comes out for that first episode they will get all the answers maybe about what their relationship <laughs> is or what's been going on so they're doing it right. It definitely piqued my interest. So it's, this one's going to be good. This is going to be an event. <laughs> like the yeah. whole timeline is going to be talking. And I'm so glad about it, too, because we needed some entertainment like this, some chaotic entertainment like this. It's too many people arguing about <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey right now. It's too many people arguing about Kevin Samuels, people being mad about Kevin Samuels dying. Like it's just so many negative arguments and back and forths going on right now that I feel like this is just going to be the the timeline cleanse that we needed like we needed something else for people to talk about so uh young Miami and Diddy are definitely providing that and then like you said the trailer just makes you want to watch it 
just from how they are in the trailer. Matter of fact, let's hear a little bit of it. So you just announced Love Records. Love Records is my passion project, helping to bring back R&B. How has fatherhood been since the passing of Kim Porter? Mm. Why you never got married? So you ready to get in the smoke? What's your, like, what's your relationship status? Mm. <laughs> Mr. At Bad. Back in my bag. Yeah. Okay. So that was one of the trailers. There was another one floating around too where she asked him a couple more relationship questions. But as you can hear, she got into it. Carisha might be a pretty good interviewer. I, I don't know. I know obviously this is somebody that she knows and somebody that she's comfortable with already for her first episode. But if she's going to be asking these type of questions on all the episodes, this is going to be a really entertaining show. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, some people do beat around the bush with some questions, but if she's just straight up like, boom, 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 what is this? What did you do? What is this? Like, we really get to the bottom of some of some stuff with some celebrities. So I'm excited for it. I like Young Miami's interviewing style from this promo that we've been seeing. So I like it, man. I love the energy mm -hmm. of it. Keep the chaos going, Young Miami. <laughs> Keep your foot on Diddy's neck. <laughs> <laughs> continue to to reap the benefits that is dating diddy um even though you you claim that you guys aren't dating now you have a whole show on revolt tv <laughs> and I, I, when you listen to young miami's lyrics you can hear a little bit more of what diddy's doing like um i forgot what song that was but she said i wanted a condo in miami he wanted to lease it but i made him purchase it aka buy it all the way out so at this point i'm believing diddy bought her a condo in miami as well um, young Miami is living her life with Diddy, okay? And at this point, I believe that the girl she was arguing with online over Diddy, um, her and Diddy, the girl, the other girl and Diddy have now broken up. So I think she might have made Diddy <laughs> cut off the other girl as well. It's it's a mess. Like I said, straight chaos, and we love it. Please continue to, to put it on display for us, you guys. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into some more chaos after this story. But let's talk about T-Pain right quick. So he has revealed that he has been making more money from playing video games on Twitch than he has from music. As talented as T-Pain is musically, that is crazy to me. That should not be the case. But on a recent interview, T-Pain revealed that that's actually what's happening. Yeah, I guess that streaming bag is serious because what he saw in the interview, which is uh, Steve-O's Wild Ride podcast, he was saying... I'm making more money off of video games than I've made in the last four years. He says, just playing them, playing video games. And then he goes on to say, we're like, he doesn't understand why Twitch gives him so much money and things like that because he's bad at video games. Cause so it's not like you're watching a good video gamer, like get, I don't know what games he plays, but get these kills or get these wins and things like that. And he's like, I think that's what makes it better by him not being good. He says, I mean, there are definitely good players out there that make a ton of money, but I think the entertainment that comes from somebody like me being trash at it, I think that's just more valuable and more entertaining. And I would agree. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I think people are tuning in for the entertainment value that he brings all around, that he brings all around, like just not just for him playing the game, but the commentary while he's playing the game. I'm sure he's adding in little smart, funny comments. He's joking with the people he's online with. He's live streaming it. You hear other stuff going on sometimes too. Sometimes he's in the studio. Like you just get the whole experience of T-Pain's personality while he's playing these games. And as we know, we, we met T-Pain recently. This guy is hilarious. It's like a comedy show 
every second that you're with this guy. So I can see why Twitch would just be like, hey, here's a ton of money. Just keep doing what you're doing. I can definitely see that. Yeah, like when we met him, everybody was like lined up to like get their turn to like speak to this man or have this moment to like say something to him. So yeah, like T-Pain has that energy and that aura or like the, just that presence that you just, he could be doing legit anything. You just want to see what he does because it's so entertaining. So it really is. But you know, his music career is like back on full swing now, man. This guy's on tour. He's on the road to Wisconsin tour, new single out. That's just tips. Uh, no, T-Pain, T-Pain is doing it music-wise now. I know he revealed on the podcast also that he went broke at one point a few years back doing music and uh, because things had kind of like slowed down just that much. But now it looks like he has fully rebounded. He's doing festivals. He's on that road to Wisconsin tour. So things are going well for him now, needless to say. Even if he is making more money on Twitch than music, he's still getting that bag from music as well. Oh, yeah, period. All right, that's good for T-Pain. Let's talk about Nick Cannon now because, like I said earlier, chaos, straight chaos. Nick has more children on the way, it looks like. Um, he, he got a whole – it's about to be a baseball team. It was a – it was – it been enough for a basketball team. Um, now it's approaching, like, baseball and football territory numbers, like, with, with all of these kids that Nick Cannon is having. As a matter of fact, let me cue up our music. Okay, so you know we gotta play this anytime, anytime we have baby announcements on the podcast. We have to play this. This is baby number nine and ten on the way for Nick Cannon. What what's going on? What is he doing? Yeah, I don't at this point, I thought we knew it. Nick Cannon maybe knew something that we didn't know and why he's making so many babies, but now it's getting ridiculous, I feel like. Cause how are you having ten babies in like all these like it's like in months every month it's like a new baby like I don't get it yeah you know he was on lip service podcast recently just expounding on some of the reasons why he was having so many children and having so much sex and just continuing to make these babies and he disclosed something that shed a little bit more light on it he said as a result of some of the depression that he was feeling he just kept turning to sex to feel good and I'm just like that makes sense because I feel like any, I don't want to say sane person because I don't think Nick is not sane. Um, I feel like any person that's not dealing with a specific issue or going through some sort of turmoil, I don't feel like this is a particular decision that they would make. And not that's not to cast judgment on him, but it's like you're intentionally creating broken homes at this point. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, oh, these kids are going to be struggling for their next meal or anything like that. But people, when they hear broken homes, they automatically think like financial struggle and not taking care of these kids. And they don't realize that taking care of is not just the financial part. So if your kids never see you because you have kids in 10 different states that is still a form of not taking care of your kids. You're not taking care of their emotional well-being. And they may have moms that love them to the fullest and take care of them 100%. But when you're not around, just because you physically cannot be in 10 places at one time with all of these children, that has an effect on those children. And it's going to have an effect on them psychologically. And I think Nick or these women may not see the ramifications of him not being around right now but you're going to see it in the next couple of years. And when your kid number five and seven are 
crying because you're not at their basketball game, but you're at baby number three's basketball game, you're going to see what's you're going to see the ramifications of your actions. Now, I don't have a problem with people having multiple, multiple children, but there's a difference between having them in one household and one space versus having them all over the globe. Like that, you just cannot possibly be there for all of them in the way that you need to. It's not physically possible. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, he that's a good point. Like he has he has the money, obviously, to provide for however many children he wants. But yeah, when they get older and like they have their own things, he really can't be there everywhere. Like somebody's going to be feeling left out. And that is kind of like upsetting. And also for him to be like, yeah, he was depressed and uh, went towards sex to like feel better and things like that. But do you does he still not wear condoms? I know he was talking about getting the vasectomy, but he didn't want to like go through with it and things like that. Well, but. his explanation for not wearing condoms was he doesn't have sex with anyone he feels like he has to wear a condom with. So he says yeah. he's spiritually connected and he has love for all of these women. And so they don't do that. They they don't use protection. And another thing, like um, you may feel as though you're not putting people at risk. Y'all may have each other's paperwork and all of that. But at the end of the day, you still don't n- ever know what somebody else is doing, especially when it's this volume of women. Mm-hmm. So if, like I said, if women, woman number two is getting more of your time than woman number 10, yeah, y'all may still have a great time when y'all are together, but you still, at the end of the day, you don't know what number 10 is doing during the 80% of time you're not around. So you are also still putting yourself at risk, which I'm sure he knows. And I'm sure there's other things, other factors that are going into it and and going into why Nick is so stressed and depressed. I mean, he has 50 jobs. That's another mm-hmm. layer to the situation. So it's not like you just have all this money and free time to dedicate to all of these different women and children. Like, no, you're also a person that is a mogul. You have multiple different TV shows. You have multiple radio shows, a talk show, multiple different businesses, shows in production, movies in production. So where is this time for these kids and these and these girls at? Like, <laughs> this is uh, crazy to me. This is crazy, crazy, crazy to me. And... I think more people need to call it out. You can still do it with love because we love Nick Cannon. We appreciate everything that he's given to the culture. He seems like a wonderful guy. But mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to call it like like you see it. Because that's how all this all this chaos ends up happening later on. And then everybody's crying. Oh, we, 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 we want to handle this civilly and not go back and forth in the public and social media. Like, you can mitigate all of that by not doing all this on the front end because you're definitely going to have to deal with it on the back end you gotta deal with it on the front end or the back end but you still gonna have to deal with it yeah period so I mean I didn't want to say like maybe Nick will stop at 10 but I feel like this may be a reoccurring story of just Nick Cannon another baby on the way boom another baby on the way just over and over until his I don't know until he gives out I don't know what he's gonna do <laughs> but we'll see I'm telling you, man, You s- just think about how you would feel in that situation, Nick Cannon. How would you feel if your dad had 10 other kids in 10 different places and you never saw him, but you could turn on the TV at any point and see him? Like, oh, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> Wish I knew him more. Wish I <laughs> wish I was <laughs> able to spend time with him. Wish I could see him on the every week, every weekday, or at least every weekend. Like, I don't know, man. Shaking my head. We got to do better. We can't be encouraging this. 
can't, we can't be encouraging this foolishness. I'm sorry. We got to have like a Nick Cannon intervention on the podcast. <laughs> like, listen, I, man. I, man, I'm telling you, the Nick intervention. Nick Cannon, yeah. if you want to come on here, I know you've been on a lot of podcasts. You want to come on here, we can have the Nick intervention. For sure. (laughs) I think that is a good note to end on today, though. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on everything. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. Alrighty, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.